Alright everybody, welcome back to the Green Mountain Sports Roundup. I am Ernesto Sanchez, I'm here with Marty Griffin and John Downing, and we're here to give you a quick recap of our lives and sports this week. Uh, cracking open a high life, Marty. Living so we'll, the dream. We'll, Living the dream. We'll, we'll start with you, how are you doing today? Uh, it's been a very long week. Uh, started and opened... A new restaurant up in East Westover, near Mount Snow. So, I worked about 85 hours this week, so it was treacherous. But I did get to watch a lot of football on my day off yesterday. And it's a lot of great football as well. <laughs> so, with that in mind, it's good ending to a shit week. Excellent, excellent. Yes, yes. Johnny? Well, you have to ask. Because <laughs> <laughs> we want to ask. No, you know, it's not good. It's not, it's not good. It wasn't good yesterday. Hasn't been good today. You know, it's just been a, a, a really shitty football feeling, you know? And it's getting to the point where the season's almost over. That's depressing in and of, in of, and of itself. And then the way the week went yesterday with the Patriots, oh my God, we'll get into it later. But yeah, we'll, we'll delve into that. And then personal daily fantasy, disaster. So I've been better. I'm, you know, I'm doing okay. Uh, it was uh, a rough one for me as well um, uh, last night. But, it, you know, again, we'll get into it. We're hoping that Russell Wilson uh, can uh, pull this one out for you today. Thank you. I need well, it. Side I'm note. Salvage get, the weekend. When your days are going to shit, guys, you can still talk to me through text or acknowledge my existence. <laughs> you just want to, like, just throw out your bullshit. I posted that I was going to bed after the Patriots After launched. the fact, I asked twice for some type That's of response over three hours. Afternoon, yes. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going bed. to bed. I'm done with the day. I was done. I just need a little emotional support for my game. But I didn't even watch the uh, Rams-Bears game that I was looking forward to so much Which last was a night. great game. No, I checked it out this morning, yeah. you know, on yeah, DVR, but last night I was, I was too depressed. You, you understand, not, that ending has never happened in NFL history on the last play of the game like that. So, like I said, we'll get into it later, but it's, it was crushing. <laughs> crushing defeat. Like, I know that your Steelers some. lost to a bad team, but they weren't playing well all day. At least the Patriots had the win. The win was in the bag. The number one seed was in the bag. In a matter of, like, seconds, Kansas City pulls it out of their ass to take it to overtime and end up winning. And then seconds later, the Patriots lose on the last play of the game with a 69-yard <laughs> fleet flicker or lateral touchdowns and bullshit. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop now. Okay. So uh, uh, before we continue, let's get to our number eights. Uh, Marty, you want to go first? I we know will. We know who yours is going to be. No, see, you guys think I was going to go Aikman, but I'm going with a childhood hero of mine because I always wanted to be a catcher growing up, but being left-handed, it was just kind of a rarity. But Not uh, allowed. Not allowed. Not allowed. But I'm going with Gary Carter. In the late, uh, I played for Montreal. They called him the kid. He was a hell of a Hall of Famer. Had a great career. Played an integral part in the 1986 New York Mets World Series team. That was, I believe, Daryl Strawberry time as well. They were a great team to play uh, to watch on TV. Uh, he smashed 324 career home runs. Great guy. Uh, unfortunately, in 2012, succumbed to cancer at 57. 
but uh, one of my all-time favorites ever. I just always wanted to be Gary, Car- Gary Carter when I was growing up in Little League. <laughs> Johnny? All right. Um, okay. There was a lot of good eights when researching this. So I'm going to give you a three-pack, but... <laughs> well, you have to have say Kobe. I feel like we have no! to say Kobe. No, Get the, fuck Kobe. I will leave this room if we talk about Kobe. This is not allowed. Five rings. You are a Celtics. 81 points. Oh, I have a lot God. of respect for Kobe. I yeah. Cheating ass. He was an assassin on the court. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you also have to mention Cal Ripken, right? The consecutive game streak, breaking Lou Gehrig's all-time record. Never heard of Consecutive games for the Orioles. Cal Ripken, come on. He's probably the top number eight. And then I'll go with Carl Yastrzemski. Carl Yastrzemski, part of the 67 Red Sox um, incredible dream team to kind of kicked off baseball in Boston, you know, because it wasn't really much until that 67 incredible dream team that ended up, ended up losing the World Series, but they had a fantastic run, and Yastrzemski won the Triple Crown that year as MVP, and he had a Hall of Fame career, so... Yeah, is, is my guy, left fielder, Red Sox. You could have gave him ten more seconds than mentioning Kobe fucking Bryant. <laughs> I hate you. You gotta mention Kobe and Cal Ripken. They're doing eight. Never heard of them. <laughs> Never heard of them. All right, I'm going with the grade eight, uh, Alexander Ovechkin, uh, even though I hate his guts and um, He's a I, hate, beast. I hate his team. Uh, there's nobody better from the uh, with the one-timer from the left circle. So seven-time Rocket Richard uh, winner. He's tied with Bobby Hall for uh, the most uh, goal-scoring titles. Uh, he's a 2006 Rookie of the Year. He was drafted first overall in 2004, just ahead of my boy Evgeny Malkin. He's a three-time league MVP, a Hart Trophy winner. Art Ross Trophy winner, that's the scoring uh, title, overall scoring. He's Stanley Cup champion, and uh, it was the Conn Smythe recipient for that Stanley Cup. 629 goals. 529 assists, 1,158 points, and 1,032 games played, and he has 103 game-winning goals. Hell of a soccer player. <laughs> That's what you're talking I, about, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. I don't know all these Absolutely. terms. Absolutely. <laughs> no, he's dirty. All right, boys, you want to get into some b-ball? I think we should jump in a little bit of basketball, right, Johnny? Well, it's been, it's been I, a couple I, weeks. I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit. I told you that the Celtics... Yes. We're going to win 11 out of 13. Yes. And it wasn't because they're going to be playing better or whatnot. It's because their schedule is the tits for the stretch of games. It was a so very easy, easy. So now they've won five, it was in, nice a, for they've them won five to, in a row. Yeah. Okay. But yes, they are playing a lot better. A lot better. And Brown's return game was a lot more efficient in shooting. He looked like he was a little bit honed in, kind of accepting a different role. I believe they are playing uh, at, a, at a very... Better pace, almost, too. It seems like they're just not holding onto the ball. Then they got like eight seconds to formulate a play and just rush into a shot. It just seems like everybody... The passes just... per game number has gone way yes. up in the yes. streak, which is a sign of success. And I believe... I mean, we want to get into certain things like power rankings over uh, this course of the week. And I, I just want to ask you, Johnny, and we can talk about it, is where these guys are sitting... One through ten surprises who are not in the top ten surprises who are. Uh, let's start with uh, the bottom three out of those top ten: eight, nine, and ten. Ten being the Trailblazers. Surprise a little bit. I thought they'd be a little bit more further up, record-wise, a little bit better uh, position. Um, 
we all know Damian Lillard's just going to be steady through this whole season. McCollum's been hit, missing some games yeah. here and there, though. Tough schedule. I think they had a really tough road schedule these, these past couple of weeks as well. Clippers, I kind of want to toot my own horn that they're still hanging in the top ten. There are a lot of great role players who are, who are uh, just gelling and playing well together, accepting their roles. Um, I like the I like the energy on this team. I like the concept of how this team is working right now. They they didn't surprise me, but they did surprise me. And it is kind of a stretch for me to say that when we did the NBA preview. But I I really like their tempo. I really like that defensive mindset they have. They have scores and uh, that can come off the bitch um, and and just plenty of just role players accepting what they need to do to make make this team successful. And then we got the Nuggets who have kind of fallen a little bit. Uh, no, I think they're where they should be. Number think three. So. 17 and 9. Number they're third in the Western Conference. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, a little bit. Uh, you just mentioned it earlier, a big, big uh, injury on that Mill team. Millsap's out four to six weeks as of today. So that's going to be a hole to feel right there for them. Uh, Jokic, uh, we all know, is just uh, playing just phenomenal. Um, Watch my, out Hernan Gomez is good replacement, dirty. though. Yeah, absolutely. So he can fill in that spot. Lakers, your thoughts on them? Told you. LeBron's not going <laughs> to let them miss the playoffs, man. But it's not even above what they're doing right I just really think, can he, and we, we have this conversation, sports guys have this conversation every year, can his body, can he hold up to playing these many minutes? Yes, it always does. I know. It always does. we got to talk about it a little bit. I mean, he's older, carries that weight, but, you know, for him to be doing in the West... On that schedule, an easier time to That's take That's a bigger time. discussion, that. my my statement here. And it's a bigger discussion because the we think of the West as this big, bad entity, right? Right. But it's it changing. seems to me that the East is, changed. is at least closer, if not ahead of the West now. I think the West is still above the East because of the Warriors. Right. But other than that, I, I think the East is coming along strong here. Do you think the East top three is better than the West top three? Yes. I agree. Kawhi Leonard's playing out of his mind, even though uh, Lowry's points production per game has gone down. He's playing hurt. He's yeah. a tough little guy. Yep. He's still, uh, I know in my, in my fantasy league I have him, and he's still the number four overall player. Yeah. So far, and that's a huge surprise. You would never expect him to be the number four player in the NBA. Right. All right, so let's get down to six. We uh, and for some reason I put the Nuggets at eight by accident. I was really talking about the Celtics and the power rankings at eight, but they have been climbing. They fell a little bit. We know that this is still a situation where they're trying to gel. Gordon Hayward, um, you know, seemed to have a couple of good games this past couple of weeks. A stretch that you're talking. So the about. Celtics are better with Hayward and Jalen Brown coming off the bench, I and agree. Marcus Smart starting with Marcus Morris. Right, and I feel like that's a great move. And and, and yes, I see that changing of the guard come mid to late season again when they get their confidence back and they're Shrink healthy. Rotation. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, I, you got to love smart though. He just accepts his role, just runs with it, stays a powerhouse in the locker room, stays on top of the guys. I like him in that starting lineup. If Morris is heating up from the outside, it stretches the defense. It opens things up for Morris Tatum. has been good. Yeah. It's been great. Uh, Baines, how long is he going to be out right now? That's they're saying. I don't know about all these injury guys. Yeah, it seems like a lot of guys NBA out tonight. Just plagued have, right now, right? Yeah, especially yeah today. Horford's out, Baines is out, Hayward's out, and of course Kyrie's out tonight. So uh, the yeah. Celtics are playing with big minutes with Rozier for Rozier, Smart, Jalen Brown, Daniel Tice. Tice has been playing well. Yeah, 
Yep, yep. Well, let's just jump into the uh, bottom, uh, the top four. Um, talking about the power of the East over the West right now. We got three in the East representing the top four. Uh, we got the Bucks at number four power rankings this week. Uh, Bledsoe, Giannis, they just got George Hill. This team is really, really playing well. Um, I think they're just going to get better and better. They're a force to deal with if they keep their shooting percentage Giannis up. seems dinged up, though, and he's out tonight. Yeah. But I, I, that team just seems like it's building all the right parts to make that run. And still don't trust them to win on the road in the playoffs, though. Fair enough. And the uh, Butler Project, 76ers third. But he left with an injury tonight as yeah. well. Who knows we don't know how long gonna he's going to be. Uh, and Embiid hasn't Embiid. been happy with his role. No, because they're pulling him more up on the elbow now, letting, not letting him get down on the block. He's really sitting that high screen and roll, but it's spreading out for Butler. He just seems to be like a third scoring option right now on the team, which I would never think would be possible. Right. But uh, he's definitely gotten vocal over the last week and a half I about his role. I think he stated this season he wanted and was planning on winning MVP this year. And now yeah. he sees that is not going to happen because you know because of Butler being there, and he's a little upset about it. Yeah. And you know it's got to be. But if you want to win, it's you know you have to either you be about. The, I think the best way to do it is. I, I mean I don't. He likes the attention. You'd he be wants about to be the, the guy team, that, he and wants then the guy MVP wants to comes. Talked about. But that hasn't been the way the MVP's gone the last few years because it's been going to guys like Westbrook and Harden, guys right. who are just put in crazy stat numbers. Right. But I feel like just be about the team and the, the awards will come. It'll come. All right. And uh, losing three out of their last four, um, dropping out of the top spot uh, to the Warriors is the Raptors at two. I think that's a little. I mean, I don't follow these power rankings to be a true like how it works. I still think they're the best team in the NBA right now, of how they've been playing. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is just playing absolutely out of his head. Um, I I knew he'd play well. I didn't think he'd be playing at this rate consistently this early in the season, and that's been a big surprise to me. And he's been carrying that team on his back. Uh, unless and uh, Mr. Cousins came back today for the top team, the Warriors. He is in the G Cousins? League. Cousins. Oh, G League. I yeah. was going to say, Jamon Green's back tonight. Yeah, cousin, but um, in the G League, warming up, not playing, but you know, warming up and then starting to do skills and, and then do do some runs, light runs. But uh, that's definitely going to change the dynamic of the Warriors coming back. Durant's on a... Yeah, curious to see how Durant and Draymond Green gelled because Durant, yeah, Draymond's good. missed 11 games. Yeah. And Durant was playing pretty well during that stretch. And they now all they... seem to like just step up when one's out. This is how those, those guys with Curry... You know, Clay Thompson. Like when all those guys are in the in the in the lineup, when Cousins comes in the lineup, like what are you gonna do? How are you gonna distribute that ball? Is it gonna know. disrupt the flow? Whatever the case may be, but just pretend uh, it. Just try to pretend it's not real and it's not happening, and ignore it, and yeah. maybe it'll go away. Right. So before we wrap this up, any surprises of any uh, any team? Dallas not? is the eight seed. Yeah. Your boy Luka Doncic. I'm loving him and his mother. Keep looking at that Instagram account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. She's like a model or something. Yeah. Even Draymond Green, like I said, during the whatever we did. The no one to the She's hot. Dude. Draymond Green was like, yeah, there's the talent. <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about, uh, I called it the Rockets, man. There's trouble in Houston, man. <clears throat> Definitely some trouble in Houston right now. And I really don't know if they're going to be able to crawl out of that. I mean, the, the West is, is talented. It's tough. Deep. Deeper. Deep. With the Thunder playing like they are right now, they they probably surprised me the most of how much they've kind of bounced back. It looked like they were going to struggle for a while, and they turned it around real quick. Um, I mean, just look at all 14, te- 14 of the 15 teams in the West are 11 and 14 or better 
and then there's the Suns who are four and twenty-two. But everyone else is just fourteen just teams trying fighting for eight playoff spots. Right. Jazz shocked me a little bit as well. Yeah. Pacers should get should get better. I don't know when uh, Oladipo is coming back. Um, you know, but they've been doing their sixteen and ten and holding on without him. He only makes that team a lot better. He's a, definitely an MVP candidate if he's healthy. Um, so they should rise up in that in the East as well. But I think we just need to keep this kind of quick because I know we have a lot of football to talk. It's a crazy, crazy week. Yeah. And uh, let Nesto just going to turn it over to him for a little quick update in hockey. And yeah, then we can jump right in. There's only a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Um, first of all, um, after the signing that huge contract uh, last week, uh, uh, Bill Nye, the hockey guy, William Nylander, uh, got in a car accident outside of the arena. Um, he's reportedly okay. I guess it was just kind of like a little bit of a fender bender, not a real big thing. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's scary stuff. And uh, fun fact: former Penguins prospect Casper Kapanen um, of uh, of the Phil Kessel trade fame um, was also in the car with him at the time. So. <laughs> So a lot of higher ups and coaches butts will unpucker after about four or five days. Then. Yeah, no, he's he's fine. Uh, I think he's already played a game. Uh, oh well, he definitely did um, Saturday against okay. uh, against Boston at least. Um, speaking of Saturday in Boston, uh, the Leafs Zach Hyman uh, has been suspended uh, for two games uh, for his hit on star defenseman Charlie McAvoy on Saturday night in Boston. Um, department uh, player safety called the play a late high hit, and on and although it was deemed a predatory hit, uh, George Peros showed a little clemency, and they only gave him two games because um, he really doesn't have any history. Uh, I think he's been uh, fined once. Um, just kind of one of those things that you know, hockey happens so fast. Um, Charlie had gotten you know gotten rid of the puck, and he just you know let him have it so um when a hyman strikes back yeah <laughs> mcavoy the what, what makes this notable is mcavoy was only two games back from missing 20 games uh for a brutal concussion uh and the the bruins have been just decimated by the injury yeah. bug this year um so uh, the good news is he was able to return late in that game and, and played uh, in Ottawa on Sunday. So uh, seems to be okay. Um, so best of luck to him. Uh, after the firing of Todd McClellan, the Edmonton Oilers have seemed to be able to right their ship a little bit under Ken Hitchcock. They've won the last five, uh, five of their last six games, and they've seen a massive improvement in defensive play. Um, and they're winning like really tight, low-scoring games, playoff-style hockey. Um, they went four-two uh, and one in a seven-game stretch in which they only scored twelve goals. So, um, which is kind of amazing to think about, especially considering um, they have arguably the best hockey player in the world on their team uh, in Connor McDavid. So, um, but you know, I think I think hockey is better when uh, when you know, the best player in the world is, is succeeding. So, um, can I ask you a question? What makes Calgary so good? Uh, well, I think Johnny hockey makes, makes Calgary. That's so good. Johnny Goodrow. Johnny Goodrow. Yeah. And they're also getting a little bit of goaltending this year. Um, 
the Battle of Alberta was electric, man. There was like four fights. It was awesome. What's that? Um, Edmonton and uh, Calgary. Calgary. Okay. Yeah. Is like, Calgary gonna win the Stanley Cup? No. But they're the best team in the league so far. Tampa Bay is gonna win the Stanley Cup. Okay. You heard it here. Place your bets. Put them in now. <laughs> hey, listen. Put your John, mortgage up. John, you do this to Johnny all the time. <laughs> John, you sounded pretty confident right there. <laughs> John Short and I uh, already decided at the beginning of the year that Tampa Bay was winning, so I'm not not going back on that. Um, although, I will say that um, Nashville uh, is looking really good again yes. this year. Hey, Sir Beeps a lot's back. He's home. Nice, good for him. He's consistent. I just have uh, I just have one last thing I'd like to talk about. Um, Man of the people, defender of justice, the paragon of toughness, Golden Knights winger and tough guy Ryan Reeves received a match penalty for interfering with and ultimately concussing uh, noted fuckwad Tom Wilson in a 5-3 to three victory over the Capitals last Tuesday. Uh, Reeves was going after him all game, ran over him uh, twice, twice before uh, the incident, uh, and uh, he was definitely out for blood. After getting spanked in last year's Stanley Cup Finals, uh, the injurious hit happened as Wilson had his head down watching his own pass like a douchebag, and uh, he ran into a charging Reeves who just delivered a punishing shoulder-to-shoulder uh, check. Wilson's helmet flew off, and when he came down, uh, he smashed his forehead on the ice. Ooh. Yeah, it was nasty. Uh, Reeves actually made some waves uh, after uh, for autographing pictures of himself. Uh, laughing as he skated away from Wilson dying on the ice. Um, he has since issued an apology, and supposedly he's had all those pictures destroyed. But uh, He's got that one just hanging up at home. Oh, somewhere. yeah, Come yeah. On. on his refrigerator. On. On his yeah, refrigerator. There's, there's private requests among other players for that picture. <laughs> it's it's pretty fucking awesome. I'll send. I'll, I'll post it on, uh, on our Facebook because it's pretty good. Nice. Um, when asked about the thing, he said, uh, I thought he was just looking at his pass and ran into a lion in the jungle. <laughs> Ryan Reeves is good for uh, for good quotes. Um, but this comes at a really inopportune time for both Wilson and uh, the Capitals. Uh, Wilson was riding a six-game goal streak and had scored eight goals and six assists in his 11 games since returning from a 16-game suspension for his Dirt bag fucking hit on Oscar Sunquist in the preseason. So, so it all, and all relatively not unfortunate for a guy who's been asking for it for so long. Yeah, yeah. He this is this is kind of, you Fuck know streak. it's one of those things where you never, no matter um, how much of a scumbag somebody is, you, you don't want to celebrate somebody injury. getting I know. In, injury. But with um, that said, it is hockey. It is hockey, and it is Tom Wilson, and I don't feel bad even yeah. a little bit. Um, just uh, to put a pin in this, Reeves will not have a hearing or be suspended for the hit. So, Woo-hoo. oh yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so moving on to football, John. What? How do we want to approach this? <laughs> the way we usually do it. So we start Shit with our, sandwich. our teams. So we start with our teams. Um, oh my God. No, no. Like... Do, do we do we want to do a shit sandwich? With shit is the bread. <laughs> or or do we want to do we want do we want to front load? Honestly, I don't want to do it. Do we want to front load the shit? Like, okay, I've been in a nice position the last two weeks. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> good for Sorry. you. Okay, so like I said earlier, so all right, I'll, I'll go first. Get it it's off like, my chest. It's like a bad meeting. Hi, my name's John. 
suffering the worst fan. History of the NFL. <laughs> no, so as I'm sure everyone who follows sports knows by now, the Patriots lost 34 to 33 to the Miami Dolphins yesterday. So the Patriots are now nine and four. It was a game that I feel that they should have won. We took a lot of positives out of the game. Number one, I thought Tom Brady looked as good as he's looked all season. That one touchdown pass, that strike to Cordell Patterson was unbelievable. Edelman had a great game. Josh Gordon caught five of eight targets and looked to be, you know, that big outside possession receiver that Patriots really haven't had since Randy Moss. Josh Gordon really saying, seems to be coming into his own. He isn't Randy Moss, obviously, but he's they haven't had anyone like him since Randy Moss on the outside. But Edelman's looking good, aside from the times he drops passes. Which is rare, but he's still, he's a more of a volume guy, you know. And then Gronkowski made, has been making an appearance lately. He caught all eight of his targets yesterday for 107 yards and a touchdown. And, like I said, Brady looked really good. And after last week's game against Minnesota, where they won 24-10, to I just thought that the defense was really going to a place that we hadn't seen from the Patriots in a long, in a long time. You looked at the pro football focus rankings. <clears throat> Stephen Gilmore was the number one cornerback in the league. Uh, Jason McCourty was number seven cornerback in the league. You know, the, Trey Flowers is the number three edge rusher in the league. And it just seemed that they were playing well as a unit. And as I watched the Seattle-Minnesota game play out tonight, you know, Minnesota still has zero points on the board halfway through the second quarter. And after watching yesterday's Miami game, I'm starting to think maybe that was just a product of Minnesota not being very good on offense. Right. Because the Patriots' effort yesterday on defense was horrendous. They were getting gashed. They allowed about 200 yards rushing. Old man Frank Gore was carving them up. And former Patriot special teamer Brandon Bolden, Bolden had his huge was, run. Yeah, he had oh my God. 60-something yard touchdown run. And the killer stat was that the, the Dolphins never even needed to get to third down. They were one of seven on third down, but they never even needed to get there. So every time the Patriots scored, the Dolphins would just come right back and score. And it's just a, I don't know, they always struggle in Miami. Like we said last week, the Patriots were one and five in the last six going into Miami. And there was just something about that place. It's a house of horrors. And you hear coaches say it's just a tough place to play down there because it's a, it's a weird feeling. It's not that the crowd is crazy. It's, it's like just that it kind of catches you by surprise. And then the heat. And so the home team is in the shade. And the visiting team is always in the sun. And that catches up to you late in the game. And it's just a combination of a lot of factors of why it's tough to play down there. And I, for me, it starts back on last week. After they beat the Vikings... And in the locker room, you saw that Belichick gave the team Tuesday off. And the team was super excited that they got Tuesday off. Because they don't usually have Tuesday off. And I feel like that set the tone for them not being ready for this game. Because the defense was clearly not ready. Gostowski missed kicks. So a lot of the blame from this game goes on, you know, Gronkowski. Uh, you still, all right, so let's talk about the there's situational a lot, a lot football because there were situ situational football mistakes that the Patriots don't usually make as a team it's what they're known for at the end of the first half Tom Brady Tom Brady loses track of how many timeouts they have first of all he missed a pass to a wide open Chris Hogan in the yeah. end zone and then the next down third was a third down he has no timeouts left. The clock is ticking, and he takes a sack where he absolutely cannot take a sack. It's an, a rookie mistake. Out of the back and of the he end says zone. he thought that he had another timeout remaining. Yeah. But he never got up and signaled for a timeout. No. He just kind of got up and was like, ah, oh, whatever. 
you know, and the, the clock was over. So if they had kicked a field goal there, they would have been up 30 to 21. Right. So that three points, in essence, ended up being huge, which, of course, it had to be that I way. I have one series I want to talk to you about, and you're going to get to it, I know. Okay, and then... All right, so let's just jump to the end of the game. So they're up 30 to 28. They get the ball back, and they go, they're go. they driving down the field with, like, four minutes to go, and they're, they're trying to get a score and close the game out. Are they trying to get a score? Because this is what I want to talk about. This... They just kept First running. First from the, ball. the seven, and they ran it three straight times. Well, yeah, but so then they threw a ball down the left sideline deep to Gordon, yeah. and it caused it was a pass interference because the def- defensive back was holding Gordon's yeah. right hand, so Gordon couldn't catch it. So they got the ball first and goal, like right. the seven yard line. Right. And then they ran it three straight times, and Miami used up all of their timeouts, and New England could have on third down. They could have passed the ball. Oh, no. So, it, on fourth down, they decided to kick the field goal and go up 33-28. The question is, should they have gone for the touchdown there? Go no, for the I, touchdown? I, I don't argue with that. With the, with How many seconds would have been on the clock at that point right there? So, it would have been a similar similar outcome because yeah. it, was, it was all the way down. Right. It was all the way down to, like, 20 seconds. Right. So. That just seemed a little odd to me, like they didn't go for it. On the road, you go for the win. Yeah. Right? Right. So that that's kind of how the you know the rules of the NFL you think, work. You think your defense, when they get, a, you know, return the ball off, kick off, you can stop them at least for three downs and burn the time off the clock. That you can try to score and still, you know, leave them 30 more seconds than they had. What's the damn difference? Try so, to put the points on the board. Anyways, they end up kicking the field goal. They take the three points. So they're up 33 to 28, and there's 16 seconds left. Their kickoff return... They don't kick it into the end zone. They let, they let Miami return it a little bit, and the guy runs it wide. And so Miami gets the ball back with seven seconds to go on his own 31-yard line. Should we hear this play-by-play for that? About the 15-yard line. He can tackle anybody. I don't know Talking about going. I think, well, I know why. He's going up. He's going up in the air. He knocked it down. That's exactly why. Daniel, last shot. Back to throw. They throw it down, they try to pitch it, and they do, to Parker, Parker pitches it, and it's good, good, 30, 20, the count is going to tackle, no way, he's going to be in there, the Dolphins win, unbelievable, are you Ugh. Sorry, so I have the TV on in my bedroom yeah. during the day, so I, you know, if I'm hanging out in the living room. Every time I go outside or go into the kitchen or something, I see what's on in the bedroom, and it was on ESPN all day. Yeah. I swear, every time I went by my bedroom, the freaking play was on. Yeah. The freaking play. Over and over and over and over again. I couldn't take it. So it's the only time in NFL history, or the longest final play for a touchdown to win the game in NFL history. So it ended up being a 69-yard touchdown. It was a pass to Stills. Stills with a short little lateral to Devontae Parker. Uh, they couldn't tackle him. And then Devontae Parker pitches it to Kenyon Drake. And then Drake scampers about 50 yards the remaining way for the score. And the biggest beef that you have is with Belichick. The blame goes on Belichick. For having Gronk in there. Okay, but I got an explanation from him today, which I uh, uh, we'll talk about. Oh, for he, having he Gronk... texted you? Yes. <laughs> I had to know the answers. Perfect. I had to know why. And I demanded answers, and he texted me. <laughs> So anyway, the question is, why was Gronkowski on the field? Because if you're on your own 31-yard line, Tannehill is not known for his arm. He has a shitty freaking arm. He's going to be throwing 74 yards He has a shitty arm. So so with seven seconds to go, Tannehill is not going to throw the ball 
75, 80 yards in the air to the end zone, right? Right. So why do you have Gronkowski in the game instead of McCourty? Because Or even Josh Gordon. Somebody was or speed. even Josh Gordon. But no, in that situation, they're not going to get the ball in the air to the end zone that far. So you want to have someone in there who's a, who can tackle. You ever see Gronkowski take no. a tackle? I don't think he has one career tackle. When he walks, he he moves like RoboCop. He doesn't look. He's, he's <laughs> built on so parts bad. now. It was so bad. <laughs> so anyway, what Belichick said was they thought the pass was going to be about 50 yards in the air. And, get, and if it was caught around the 15-yard line, which it would have been, they catch the Hail Mary, and then they do the lateral play. Yeah. So they were, they were hoping, Belichick says he was hoping, that they... They would snub the Hail Mary, and Gronkowski would bat it down on the 15, 20-yard line. Okay. You know what, but you know what I mean, do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it would have been a Hail Mary to the 15, 20-yard line, and then the lateral. Well, the whole You've idea, seen that play the before. The rule is to, to bat it down, but it's just like, I, I don't know. Just, you're Double right, you're right. That, I mean, it's unacceptable. McCourty should have been in the game. He's getting paid $10 million a year. He's a, he's a pro Bowl safety. Right. He's one of your best players on defense. He wasn't going to get beat to the outside no. on that Drake play that Gronkowski was. So. Right. And it was a huge mistake. And I can tell it has an impact in the locker room because the players are all talking about how it's going to impact them and their mental toughness and how they're going to need to overcome it because the game was in the bag. And not only that, the number one seed was almost in the bag because, like I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, the Chiefs were in a dogfight with the Ravens, and the Ravens almost had them. And they were seconds away from losing to the Ravens, except Mahomes ended up pulling out a miracle. And Jackson fumbles that ball, gets stripped. That's that was a huge, huge right. play, right? Yeah, there. they and, don't score on that play. Though, and even but. so, even so, even if the Chiefs pull that out and the Patriots still win yesterday, yeah. then the Chiefs still have fun. to the Chiefs have to play the Chargers this week. Yeah, and, you know, and the Chiefs don't look as quite as good without Kareem Hunt right now. And the Chiefs on a short week are vulnerable against the Chargers. So yeah. one loss by the Chiefs would puts the and the Patriots had won, they would have been the number one seed. And we all know with the Patriots with the one seed. With the bye, playing at home is it's their path huge. to the Super Bowl. Right. right. Absolutely. So now it's it's for me that yesterday seemed like a season changer because thankfully the Steelers ended up losing. Ugh. I'm sorry, Ernesto. Ugh. But it, I mean, and then Houston lost as well. But now the Patriots What's can, if, the, if they can lose to the Steelers and not lose that position. And I feel like Houston has their their game in two weeks at Philadelphia. They're going to lose that one. So I feel like the Patriots can still lose now at Pittsburgh next week and still get the number two seed, which is okay. But the loss yesterday hurt, and the, there's a lot of blame. Number one, first and foremost, goes to Belichick. Number two goes to Brady for missing the timeout before the half. Number three goes to Gostkowski, one of the highest-paid kickers in the NFL, missing the 42-yard field goal and missing an extra point on the first touchdown yeah. of the game. He's got to stop missing these kicks in big games because it's costing the team. And then uh, number four, who was my number four guy? Um, Gronk. No. Gronk, Gronk for the tackle. Thank you. Yes, so the, the four <laughs> staples of the Patriots regime. Belichick, Brady, Gostkowski, Gronk. Can you put Gronk there? He's never supposed to be there. And so the Patriots are now nine and four. He shouldn't have been there, but yeah. still, he, the path he took to the ball, like, come on. <laughs> he is a he is a professional football player. He I sh- understand, he but he doesn't look like a guy who can get out of the gate when he's caught off guard very quickly. But he there's some positives to be taken. You know, the Patriots. It's it's like the house of horrors for the Patriots in Miami. It really is. It's a house of freaking horrors, and they're just seven and ten now down in Miami. No matter how good or bad Miami is, they're still a fraudulent team. Um, they pull out the victory, but there's some positives to be taken, and I take that those to be Brady, Edelman, Gordon, Gostowski. But the, the really 
parts that really pissed me off too were the defense being as as awful as they were. They were just soft on defense and the running game. You needed to be able to run the ball against the Miami Dolphins. They allowed five yards per rush going into the game yesterday on the season. Yeah, and they couldn't run the ball at all. And they Miami has a small defensive line. The Patriots had been running the ball better all season, and they couldn't run the ball. They averaged two point six yards per rush yesterday. Yeah. That's pathetic. Yeah. That's and that went into at the end of in the last. And you can't say they overlooked well, last possession this game for the Patriots, they losing them. where they had to kick the field goal when they had first and goal. They had to kick the field goal they, on the three straight runs to Sony Michelle. Yeah. They couldn't go seven yards. They couldn't even get it close. So that had an impact, not being able to run the ball. They just didn't defensively and special teams. You want to play that again? No, I don't want to play it again. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Uh, so that's that. So that's you know that's the Patriots game in a nutshell. It was tough to take. Um. Can we thank Johnny for being here? Johnny takes courage for stepping up and being here today. Thank you for talking. That one hurt. Thanks, you Johnny. know, the losses earlier in the season didn't bother me as much. You know, the at Jacksonville because it was their Super Bowl. No, you don't. Want, Detroit, you don't, you don't want to look vulnerable this at this point in the season. You're you're giving other teams ahead of you three games left in the season to make you feel like you are vulnerable. There are spots that they can take advantage of you from the coaching end, from the de- especially from the defense. The good end. thing is though is that the the guys who were responsible but, for the loss yesterday and made the most mistakes. You know that they're not going to make the same mistakes again because it's Brady, Belichick, and Gronkowski. You st- yeah, and we talking about this yesterday. You they're not going to lose that way TV again. 12. So it's just it's hard to even think like anything's really bad going to happen. It's a learning experience. But now the path to the grow. Super Bowl is a lot. Is, it's going to be a lot more difficult. Unless, unless we can get the number two seed. Yeah. Steelers can go into Kansas City and knock them off because they have success against Kansas City. And then the Steelers come to Foxborough for the AFC Championship oh. game. And they have an axe to grind with Kansas City. They got out of the gate so poorly in the first game. The Steelers right. did. Right. They played so, so well in the second half. So let's move on to your boys. Okay. Cowboys. Um, Cowboys. Oh, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a shit sandwich. Let's yeah, because that's what you're trying to get at. Yeah, let's. You want to end on a good note? Yeah, let's end on a good note. Let's 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 continue with the shit. Can I ask something from you? Yeah. Don't cry and rant for 22 minutes this time this week, like last week. Holy shit! Oh my god! (laughs) Most depressing like moment of our show so far in seven episodes. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was truly devastating for me. I mean, as bad as this one hurts, I can't. This one I at can't, least played I bad throughout, you know. I, like, oh. Well, no, no, not necessarily. It was again. It was. It's just like a bad fucking dream, watching this team play and watching these coaching decisions again. You know, it's like any any fifteen year old who plays Madden would would know to uh, to to call a timeout at you know on third after third down at the end of the game, but. Um, We'll get there. We'll get there. So the wow. Steelers, the Steelers lost in Oakland again, like they pretty much always fucking do. And um, it was twenty-one to twenty-four. Um, really puts us in a bad in a bad position now because we are in real jeopardy of of not only falling out of uh, first place in AFC North, but also falling out of the playoffs in general. We got. Uh, we fall to seven five and one, and and right on our heels we have the Ravens, the Colts, the Titans, and the Dolphins now all. And the Browns' it. doors open now too. Oh Jesus fuck! Could you imagine? Well, can let's not. Yeah. We don't want to explode his, We want to explode oh his God. brain right so now. So all all four of those teams are now a half game back, right? And the and the Ravens don't necessarily have the the tough road. 
um, that the Steelers have ahead. You know, having both the Patriots and the Saints. At Saints. Yeah, it's you know. You got to chalk the at Saints up as almost an automatic loss. It's a, that's definitely a scheduled loss. Yeah. Uh, the, our season is going to rest on being able to to beat the Patriots um, next week. Um, so for me, you know, right right out of the gate, Oakland um, scores on their opening drive, and you know. I, I'm hitting the panic button immediately. Another slow start from the Steelers. It's just they're kings. They played down to their opponent. Yeah, again, you know, I think I think it was one of those things where they 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 go into Oakland and they're thinking, you know, this is a two and ten team, and, and, and looking ahead to the Patriots, you know, like Tomlin teams always do, looking ahead, you know, uh, underprepared, playing down to 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 bad opponents. Go ahead and open that beer, Marty. Yeah, you look thirsty, buddy. I still have that one to finish. I'm just gonna well, fixate just it on the ready. sticker on the can. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Can I undress the girl first before? It? Oh, good Lord, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna crack it right when you're talking. So fucking Chris Boswell, you know, on our what is it? Um, so first drive, uh, the the Raiders go down, score a touchdown. Then we punt. Then they punt. Then we score a touchdown, right? Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, my boy, just continuing. So it's Juju on the road, Antonio Brown at home. I've got yeah. that figured out. Yep. Um, and uh, and and then, you know, Oakland gets the gets the field goal on ten plays, and then um, fucking Chris Boswell couldn't hit the broadside of a barn at this point. You know he and. And I'm, I'm sure he's just like a complete psycho case too. You know, he's lost all of his confidence, uh, and you could see it in the way he was approaching the ball. You know, he um, just the Oakland just, Field is never the great, the best place for kicking. Oh, it was Janikowski awful. Oh, no. did it for so many years. It was awful. You but saw just the sideline reaction. I, I mean, guys are going to be upset about missed kicks, obviously, but it looked like they were ready to just kill that man. You yeah, know, there there were some players who were very heavy, heavy heated, who were talking and yipping in his ear after the game. You could see it. Switzer, Switzer fell like four times. You know uh, that. Um, field, hello, that you test was... the field pregame, and you have you use your um, three quarter inch cleats. Yeah, you why they, they bring even, them they to even, the stadium. They even brought uh, extra cleats out for him, but he never changed. He just yeah. kept. I don't understand why players do that sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. So. And they don't change their cleats. So Boswell misses the 39-yard kick. Then uh, after the touchdown, um, uh, he nearly misses the extra point attempt. Bangs it off the upright. Luckily, it goes in. Um, Boom! Russell Wilson. <laughs> you got you got him in your on your fantasy team. I yeah, I need him to advance. <laughs> Uh, another another thing that really hurt us in this game is, is Cody Sensabaugh dropping you know an interception that was in his hands. We can this defense cannot get takeaways, and it is killing us. It is absolutely killing us. To see his foot down. Yeah, first one had to be down. I don't think he got his foot down. Review it. I think can he's out. Please not hurt me anymore. <laughs> So, so for me, this was... Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I told you he didn't get that other foot down. Um, so Ben goes down at the end of the uh, at the end of the first half. He gets just a just a nasty nasty sack. He stays in the game, throws a touchdown pass. Um, however, during the half, he gets some treatment. Third uh, third uh, quarter comes up. And Josh Dobbs is out, right? Ben's still in the locker room. Um, and, you know, punt <laughs> right off the bat, right? Five plays, punt it. Five plays, um, turnover on downs. Five plays, interception. Three plays, punt. Six plays, okay. And then, and then uh, so when this was happening, Ben Roethlisberger comes out in let's say like the middle of the third quarter all right and i'm at this point like okay thank god he's back put him in put him in but he doesn't he never puts his helmet on and if you i texted you guys i said you know oh my god tomlin's trying to nurse this four point lead it's like they were only going to use him in case of emergency right right Again, or, or come back, case or come back drive thinking yeah. thinking ahead towards new england because i don't want to put him in for this game because we got a big, important game right. next week. Don't want him to get hurt. He's right. already banged up. We, we got the Raiders. We got the Raiders. Right. Exactly. So, just... Quarterback that finished, you know, 29 <laughs> for 25 for 282 yards, and you keep him on the sideline. So, this is this is Tomlin's quote. quote. He got treatment, came... came. All right. Well, maybe I'm going to do a Tomlin voice. He got treatment, came back out. We were waiting to see what he was going to be able to come back in. He was... Probably could have come in in a series or so or sooner, but we were in the rhythm and flow of the game. He was ready to go when we got back out there. And then somebody asked if he was medically cleared. He goes, he was medically cleared when we got back out there. So he was ready to fucking go yep. as soon as he got back out there. And Tomlin says, rhythm and flow. We were in the rhythm and flow of the game. Was the rhythm and flow Josh Dobbs sucking dick? Yeah, Cause not good. that was the rhythm and flow of that game. It's important to have rhythm and flow when you're sucking dick. <laughs> I mean, you could tell right off the bat too. I mean, Dobbs had that that great pass in in the Ravens game, and I was, admittedly, you know, a yeah, little excited. Yeah, it was one pass. And I was, a, right, yeah, I was it's a small I, test sample right there. I was I was definitely massaging his goodies about it, but uh, which is great. He did his one job. He kept things going, and it worked out for the team. But it's just like, you know, your quarterback is cleared. But in, Put your freaking Hall of Famer quarterback back in the game. But in this one, his first pass, Juju was wide fucking open over the middle, and he just, like, missed him by a mile. And, it, it, you know, you could tell right from there, it was like, oh, shit, here we go. And we weren't, we couldn't get anything going on the ground either. So we didn't have any options. We certainly weren't going to be able to, to do anything uh, in the air, and he did end up getting an, an interception. Um, yeah, it's fucking... Absolutely awful. And then we get to the clock management, right? We have the chance to win late, right? Ben comes back in, goes six plays, 75 yards for a touchdown. All right, we're back ahead, 21-17, okay? Then the, then the Raiders come back, eight plays, 75 yards. They score a touchdown, all right? But before that happens... We the Raiders are first and goal at the Steelers seven yard line. There's a buck sixteen left on the clock. All right, Richard runs the ball. The Steelers stuff him. One yard gain. 
The Steelers had two timeouts left at, at, at that point, right? They let 38 fucking seconds run off the clock and the Raider, before the Raiders take their next snap. I'm... My poor fucking girlfriend, she does... Yes. I want I, I like want Tomlin to personally personally issue issue her a fucking apology because of the shit he's put her through this year. Yeah, Johnny can get a hold she, of Belichick, he can get a hold of Tomlin. <laughs> <laughs> Tomlin doesn't respond to his texts. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Impolite. <laughs> so so they they get him down and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, Time out! Time out! Time out and fucking god damn it. So when asked <laughs> when asked about it, he goes, I wanted to always keep a timeout for the offense. You know, uh, you guys know I have that kind of mentality. I wasn't sure Juju was going to be able to get out of bounds on the subsequent possession. Just wanted to keep a timeout. Thought we had a chance to stop them. Wanted to utilize the timeout for the possession down, third down, fourth down. We used one before the third down, fourth down to no avail. Why do you always put on chapstick before you do a quote from him? The what? I so said, why do you always put on chapstick before you, before you impersonate him? <laughs> Ready to kiss ass. I just fucking... Uh, it's so infuriating because... Let me ask you a question, John. With Ben Roethlisberger, future Hall of Famer, would you rather have 15 seconds and a timeout or would you rather have one minute and no timeouts? One minute, no timeouts. Yeah, duh. I've seen it a million times. <laughs> no fucking duh. It's just, you know... Especially only being down by three, you know. Uh, so, to 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 the credit of of Randy Fickner and Ben, um, you know they run a hook and ladder play. Uh, you know, like 25, 30 yard pass to James Washington, who made an excellent play, um, which which was a good redeeming moment for for a guy who's ha- who had a hard uh, couple weeks being benched last week and then of course um you know uh ben calling him out the week before um so pitches it over to juju juju runs it up the sideline is able to get out of bounds at at about the 25 yard line you know and i'm at this point i'm like sweet ot holy fucking shit like after the miracle of miami like what is going on you know I, i can't believe it and uh and then fucking Bos- it, Boswell just just slit. It was like fucking watching Charlie Brown and Lucy. Like he just <laughs> slid right into it. I just like, oh my god, like a nightmare, an absolute fucking nightmare. I don't if 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 Boswell doesn't doesn't get cut this week or they don't at least bring somebody yeah, in. Bringing a new kicker this time of year. John, can we continue on with Boswell? I don't know. You gotta at least have have another option in there for Patriots Week. Yeah. What do you what? I mean, what do you do? He's he's missed five extra points this year, right? That's crazy. In I just adi- feel like it's a tough thing to do. In addition to that, he's also uh, he's also hit several crossbars. Six six field goals missed, right? And these are including misses in three games where we lost by three, or of course the tie as well. Yeah, that's like tough. maybe they'll start going for two again, like they did last. My year. God, yeah, he's he's sixty two point five percent. 
Yeah, are, are his numbers and last year you, you know this is after getting getting big money and last year he was at 92.1 uh percent you know i don't know you're invested gotta ride him kickers, out kickers man fucking kickers and then the raiders fired gm reggie mckenzie today they fall like flies when you're after around the win of the season they just let him go. Let him go. Gruden's in control. <laughs> yeah. So that's all right. Let's get some positivity because I, I can't take I this negativity some anymore. Positivity. <laughs> and the the problem is, is that next week, one of us there's one of us has to be even more miserable. Yeah. Even it's more in, miserable next inevitable. week. Yeah, it's inevitable. It's, it's, it's the Steelers play the Patriots next week, and one of us bringing, is going to be shit tea. I'm bringing a case Spoil- of beer and a case of Dr Pepper. Spoiler- what are you going to need a lot of it? <laughs> Spoiler alert! It's it's probably going to be me. <laughs> I don't know. You never know the way things been. Right, yeah, time, yeah. It, it, the been Patriots have won year. the last five against the Steelers. Time's coming due. We we have zero, zero fucking secondary. Tom Brady is just going to tear them apart. And 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 the biggest thing about our secondary. Sorry, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to we'll get back on the bus here in a moment. Dude, I'm not gonna get on that bus. <laughs> we'll, we'll Still get, not getting on that bus. You're dri- driving behind I'm it. I'm right behind it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm tailgating hard right now. I'm like <laughs> riding his ass, but still not getting on. We have no ball skills. You, you, I mean, you saw how many times did Derek Carr make a quote unquote amazing I mean, throw? If the like, Steelers are going to keep it right in that zone, then Brady's going to picked apart. Brady's going to keep carving them up like he does every year, and Gronkowski's going to have a big game. But we'll see. Yeah, Gronk's going to have a big game. I mean, Morgan Burnett got turned inside out this game. This was probably one of his worst games to date. It was it was brutal. I just heard they're moving Gronk to defense. I'd be worried. (laughs) All right, back on the bus. Back on the bus? Not getting on that bus. I'm on the bus. Well, the Eagles rolled in the Cowboys Stadium yesterday. If I told you we scored 576 yards, Nesto, second most in history since 73 versus the Cardinals. If I told you we had 32 first downs to their 16, we had ran 93 plays to their 48. Time of possession, we were 45 minutes to their 22 minutes. We and you won still 50, almost lost. We won 56 <laughs> to 7. And no, you had the officials in your pocket. Yes, we did not. Yes, you I will not admit that because Joseph pocket. Hall is probably listening to this. And fuck those trash pigeons. I don't want to admit that to him. Uh, but the final score was 29 to 23. Um, it was a great game. Great defensive game, which I expected that to happen. You know, we went into the third, uh, the fourth quarter. And all of a sudden, this nine to six game turns into um, thirty-one points scored in the fourth, and I'm having a heart attack. This is the first time in two years I've gone out in public with a cowboy hat on on Look a Sunday, traveling around Keene, going at the stage. I'm strutting around. We're feeling good. Go to Mihalisco for dinner after some shopping, and my girlfriend says you're staying for the whole game if you're bringing me here. So she made me watch those last five minutes going into overtime. I was so pissed at her. I wanted to, dude. We get bypass all the game. Mark Cooper. Everybody knows what happened this game. Mark Cooper, another great game. Three TDs, 231 yards. Dak had one of his better performances all year long, if not the best. Uh, where was he at on his stats? I believe he was uh, 42 completions, 455 yards, three TDs. But in Dak and Dak form, two interceptions and another key fumble late in the game. Um, but we're driving back down towards the end of the game. Um, we are all tied up and it's looking good. We get on like close to our 40. We're getting into field goal position. 13, 14 seconds left. Bad snap. 
go back five, six yards. Next, Dak doesn't get rid of the ball. We take another sack for 10 yards. Now we're on our own 43. We go into overtime. And then I'm saying, well, we just set ourselves up. We're going to lose. This, this is going to just be crazy. This is what the Cowboys do to me. They set me up just to piss me off. Uh, we go downfield, get great drive, end up on the 19. I'm freaking out. I'm texting you, Johnny, at that point. I'm like, it's fourth and one. We're on their 19, and we're going to go Kick for it. Goal, Kick a field goal. Go up three points. Yeah. Just trust your defense. You've been praising. You've been playing well all year long. I know they gave up a lot of points in the fourth quarter, but stay on the attack. defense has been one of the best units in the NFL. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, they're just going to try to draw them off sides. Fourth and one. They snap the ball. And they went for it. Went for it. First contact was two yards behind the line of scrimmage when Zico gets hit, but he makes a lunging and gets every bit of that one yard we need. And then the ensuing play a couple plays afterwards. If Slant. they didn't get it and they lost, oh, holy smokes! You would have gotten your Garrett firing right there, probably. I don't think so. <laughs> that was probably called down from Jerry Jones from above. It was his play. Wow! But throw a slant play, which the guy, the defender, bit on really well. Tipped the ball, just tipped it softly up in the air for Cooper to grab to run it in to win the game. I'm freaking out at this point. I totally forget it's like overtime. I'm like, please don't let them score. I'm like, oh wait, we won. I was like, just running around. Ball this game. fucking Mexican restaurant acting like a fool. Cowboys now have like 99% chance of winning the division at NFC East. Which would have been crazy if they lost yesterday. To think about with the Giants winning over the Redskins and just a couple of transitions that the schedule that the Cowboys and Eagles have. You know, Eagles having to play Rams, us having to go into Indianapolis, and us have to go in the final week against the Giants, who always has our number this yeah. time of year. So my every every possibility was going through my head. Am I getting on the bus? Fuck no, because we still even dominated a game like it's because that. You know you can't win the we Super Bowl because you. Uh, no, I. It's not that because can't win the Super Bowl. I know we're probably going to get to playoffs now, but this type of play calling and in in this five game winning streak, I still don't trust that we can be a team who can come from behind and win a game. We can preserve a game. We're not built that way. You're We're not, not built, built that way. way. But, but that that's way what, you play the game on your terms. If we play Seattle and they come in, we can't. you see what Seattle is doing a minute. They slow that game down and try to play that fourth quarter game. They scare me. This Seattle shit is ugly. Well, that's I hope they, Seattle they, doesn't make the freaking playoffs. They, love, this is they love to ugly. grind it and make it that type this of is game. stupid. Yeah, Russell, Russell Wilson knew better than to throw that ball. He, he just some. He has three fantasy points at halftime. They're up three nothing. But since we almost clinched and we're almost there, I'll, I'll, I'll crack one and celebrate and say Cowboys did exceeded my expectations. But Johnny, I'm not getting on that bus. I'm on the bus. Because <laughs> your bus is broke down over there. <laughs> bus with is patrons. nine and four. <laughs> bus is nine and four. <laughs> We'll be fine. It's got a flat tire. We'll be fine. It's got a flat tire. We'll be fine. We can even lose to the Steelers, and that will be fine because that would be fine. It would be that fine. Would be mighty can fine. We, can and, we get, can and we get Houston, a soundbite for this and play it when during the game next week when they're behind and he's fucking? Because Houston, biscuits. like Houston's going to lose <laughs> at Philly in two weeks. So and Patriots have the tiebreak over Houston. So thankfully, because the Steelers lost yesterday, Patriots are still th- going to be the two seed. All right, all right, all right. Question for you in the AFC Wild Card. Who makes it? Obviously, the Chargers are going to make it in. Who's who's the second wild card team that's going to go in? Do you have Indy? Do you have the Ravens? Ty, uh, Texans? 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 Texans are a joke. Excuse me, not the Texans. Ty, uh, Titans? No, what, what do you call them? Not a joke. Uh, Fraud. Fraud. They proved that yesterday. So let's just go through the game. Oh, my God. You drive me crazy. Why? <laughs> then you, you could easily, on, on, that, on that note, you could easily, easily say that. 
Cowboys okay. are a fraud. They're on they a five-game winning streak. No, they are not. <laughs> because no. we beat the Saints. Because I you've beaten good teams. And you've played good football. The Texans are frauds, man. I, I told hard, you. It's still hard. Our teams in the NFL on this show have a seven. Think about what we've done for all of our listeners this show. We established earlier in the year that the Bears were going to be legit. Yes. We established as the season went on that the Colts were going to be legit. We've established these. We've uncovered these teams, unearthed these we teams where nobody thought. We find the truth in the teams. <laughs> I tell you that the Texans are frauds last week. What happens? Oh, they lose at home to our team, Indianapolis. Okay, and this can all go back to that conversation week five when the Colts... He's like standing over me right now. (laughs) (laughs) If the Colts just took the tie in that game, think about how much different everything would be right now. Are we back to this? They would be in. You can't get away from it because it has such an impact on the season. You're going to have like Le'Veon Bell deliver that message to me two more weeks. If Houston gets the two seed, if Houston gets the two seed, it's going to be because the stupid Colts let them get the two seed. If we lost yesterday because we don't get that fourth and one, we lose to Philly after this great little run that the Cowboys have and coaching got in the way of them being successful again, does that make us frauds? No, because the biggest difference for me since the Amari Cooper change or trade is the ownership. Jerry Jones saw something in that team. He admitted he was There's wrong. some love on that team, and he saw something. When everyone thought the season was over, they were 30th and third down percentage. And then since the Amari Cooper trade, they are second in, in the NFL in third down percentage. Amari yes. Cooper has changed the team. He has opened up that. the box for Ezekiel I Elliott. And the defense now with Vander Esch and Jalen Smith, has, it's changed. And the defensive backs is like the new Legion of Boom with Chris Richard at the helm as defensive backs coach. They've got something good going they on there. They do. I understand. They're not fraudulent. All right. All right. Let's recap last, last, uh, last Thursday night's game. Tennessee, 30-9 to over Jacksonville. Is there anything you want to discuss about that game? No. Sure. <laughs> there was something big that happened in that game. Come on. Derek, I, he fucked me. Yes. yes. No. Not, well, my team didn't, they had like, Derek didn't Henry, didn't even the make neck, the season. Didn't whisper like sweet nothings in my ear. He literally like just prison raped me in my fantasy league. Duct taped and butt raped. He's oh made a career God. of playing well against Jacksonville. That's he always seems to play well. I've showered Jacksonville. like that scene in the Crying Game like Stupid. ten times this week. <laughs> I'm just as mad at Derrick Henry though as I am Jacksonville's defense because Jacksonville was pathetic. Talk uh, about mailing it in. What a bunch of frauds they are. Mail that in my O ring. I need a new one. All right, Jacksonville, Tennessee, thirty to nine. Jacksonville's cashed it in there. They're, they're done for the season, they said. They're, they're all set. They don't want, Do they they're blow that coaching staff Forfeit. Uh, you everything, have to. Everything. Right? Obviously, Marone does not have a good temperature, good gauge or feel for the locker room, so he needs to go. Coughlin will get rid of him. Uh, we got the Jets go into Buffalo, get revenge for the, buff- the beating that Buffalo put on them a few weeks back in New York. Jets win 27-23 to despite Josh Allen having another 100-yard rushing performance with a rushing touchdown. You can't keep that up, though. Yeah, he's, like he's running all over the place, and he's big. It's the small hands that I worry about. I don't think he can pass in the cold weather in Buffalo. I worry about his small hands. It's the ru- the running seems to be legit though. Hmm. All right, so that's kind of an irrelevant game. Um, Carolina goes into Cleveland, loses twenty six to twenty. Baker Mayfield keeps the Browns in the playoff picture, and Carolina has lost six in a row. They're and is now six and seven. And they are done. They're done. Yep. They have to play the Saints on Monday Night Football next week. Uh, Cam Newton missing a lot of passes that he, sh- that he should be hitting. Uh, McCaffrey's been phenomenal. 
looking up stats the other day because I was just like looking up what um, Zico has done this season as looking like you know if they played well throughout the season would he be just a whisper for MVP because he is selling his body for the Cowboys. But looking up his stats, I noticed that McCaffrey is leading among rushers for North Turner rushing for reception, uh, yeah, North receiving, Turner. receiving yards. The kid is doing well. Yep. All right, and so we had the first game for Green Bay. Oh, Luke. you you knew they were going to come out hot. In this oh yeah, one. that well, was just, a lot. Yeah, so Green Bay beats Atlanta thirty-four to twenty. Nobody's shocked by well, that. Julio Jones torches Atlanta. He got his two touchdowns and hundred plus yards. Aaron Rodgers breaks Brady's all-time record for consecutive passes without throwing interception. Although he does have fifty-three throwaways this throwaways. season, which yeah. no other team has more than twenty. So that's something. Protecting his fucking image. Protecting his image and his record right there. That's what best quarterback in the league does. Yeah, right. All right. And we've uh, discussed a little bit the Kansas City-Baltimore. Kansas City won 27-24 in overtime at home against Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson seems to have a nice firm hold of that quarterback position. They had Flacco inactive yesterday. Flacco will probably be back for the, the next week. But... It looks like Lamar Jackson's going to be the starting quarterback going forward. Ankle injury that he sustained at the end of the game shouldn't be anything serious. I thought Mahomes' passes in this game were incredible. Incredible. Mm. incredible. Uh, yeah. did, he did he solidify the MVP yesterday? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. It, I mean, let's see how he does on Thursday against the Chargers. He would really but, have yeah. to screw the pooch to lose this, though. Right. It's in his hands. That it late is. pass throwing, throwing on the run across his body. Tyreek Hill. Oh. Yeah. Just unbelievable. The the athleticism. Okay, so at the beginning of the season, I was singing Pat Mahomes' praises, and you were all wait and see, flash in the pan, wait was, and see. That was post-loss to them. He was all butthurt. He's, he's fucking... No, we beat the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> then, well, if you beat them, then why were they higher in the power rankings? That didn't make sense to me. <laughs> That's what I was giving shit about. I forgot what I was giving shit about. Oh, God. No, but, but he's, he's legit, right? Yeah, it looks that way. But RG3 was phenomenal his first year, right? He was. He looked like the next big thing. Yeah, but... Uh, Michael but Vick was phenomenal his first year. Pat Mahomes knows when to get rid of the ball. Michael Vick had a cannon for an arm. Mahomes is such a better... Makes way better decisions. All right, Mahomes looks good. And Vick came out and talked about how they use Jackson. Baltimore uses Jackson. And they, you need to teach him how Mahomes to slide so he doesn't turn into be, me or, or RG3. Like... Yeah, he's probably going to be MVP. And we, and we talked about the stereotypical like, aspect City, of, of black quarterbacks and like putting them in that position. I think Kansas City is very vulnerable as a one seed, though. I feel like their best days are behind them, honestly. Uh, New Orleans, 28-14 at Tampa Bay. This game was surprisingly in doubt. Tampa Bay was up 14-3 late in the third quarter when New Orleans mounted a comeback. Um, I told you, these AFC South games... They always have high over-unders, and they always go under the total, significantly under the total, in the second matchups of the year. And sure enough, this game had like a 54 or 55 over-under and goes way under the total. Way, way under. Um, you know, Breeze is still in the MVP running, but he didn't put up big stats yesterday. Did get a rushing touchdown, but only had one other touchdown. Still has the highest passer rating in the league. Yeah. Uh, so New Orleans, looking good. Giants can t- continue... Their late season push, winning forty to sixteen over the Washington Redskins, a team that's sliding with Mark Sanchez at quarterback. He was even pulled from the game. Um, Odell Beckham missed this game because of an injury. He does look like he'll be back next week. Saquon Barkley 
second in the league in total rushing. Do you yeah. see that one catch he had? That one-handed catch. Holy he's, shit! He's, sure. he's gonna be. He's beautiful. incredible. I mean, as I mean, it, he's I gonna know, be the number one fantasy pick yeah, next year. I know that he was a you know a team and, and their dreams just was a bust this year. But you got to be confident as an organization going into next year, even so though good. even though if it's in question, if you're gonna ride Eli. If it's gonna be a full changeover, but you have some parts that are just really, really working. He's one. Well of, he's one of the top three watchers in the NFL right yeah. now. You watch a game for Saquon Barkley. You watch mm-hmm. Mahomes. You watch the Rams. You know, these are things you want to see. So the Giants could cause some problems for teams going Mari forward. Cooper. Indianapolis goes to Houston, gets twenty-four to twenty-one victory. Avenging the earlier season loss that they gave away in Week Five. There was an injury in this game. You pulled your shoulder for patting yourself on your own back. Oh, wait till we get to the end of the season and the Colts <laughs> miss the playoffs by a half a game. It's on. It's coming. All right, it's I'll, coming. I'll dress up like a Colt. And the run Colts look good right boy. now, and so you you're gonna have the Colts play the Cowboys next week. That'll be an interesting game. But I'm telling you, that the, game scares the shit out of me. To be honest with you, we're talking sensible, smart football here on the show, and I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm going to have a fucking party when the Colts you miss the playoffs by half a game. You need to call your own franchise about sensible, smart football after yesterday. You, 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 That's you, why do you think you I'm lower so that upset? Off, you lower that office chair a little bit and get on my level. Can you, don't get so high and mighty up yourself over there. Relax, buddy. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Chargers, 26-21 over the Cincinnati Bengals. This game was close late. Um, Cincinnati, uh, Chargers were up 23-21. The time was running out. Cincinnati scored, went for the two-point conversion, didn't get it. Chargers get a late field goal to win 26-21. Didn't come anywhere near covering the 15-point spread. Yep. Obviously, this was a huge, a big letdown spot after their big victory at Pittsburgh last week on Sunday Night Football. Uh, but the Chargers still look good going into Kansas City on Thursday night. The team that one of the most disappointing teams of the day was Denver, even without Emmanuel Sanders now out for the year, going into San Francisco and losing 20 to 14. Uh, George Kittle continues his breakout season as one of the better tight ends in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like 200 yards, had a nice 80-yard touchdown. Um, but man, Denver had a clear path for clear path for the playoffs, and they still have a chance because their schedule is so easy going forward. But this was a game they should they they should have had, and I think they went into this game thinking that they had it made. They had it made. They're just gonna, you know, you know. and they lost Emmanuel Sanders, and I think that hurt too. You were two and fifteen on third down conversions. They had nothing going offensively. Yeah. Okay, we already discussed the Philly Dallas, Pittsburgh, Oakland. Not much to say about Detroit winning seventeen to three at Arizona. Uh, and then last night's Sunday night game was a dud compared to what we all expected. And of course you got to see the great Bears defense and the Bears win fifteen to six over the Rams. Rams offense looked absolutely anemic. These two young quarterbacks were throwing interceptions all over the place. This was an ugly game. Gurley had an ugly game, uh, but the Bears proved that they're legit, especially playing at home. I do think you know the cold weather affected the Rams. I feel like the Rams in the playoffs, playing in L.A. or in a dome, are going to be just fine. They're not going to have to go to Chicago. Right. So, am I concerned about the Rams? No. So you're not going to have a discussion that can defense win on the road? Can a team like Dallas or Chicago that's, grind it out defensively? Well, that's on the, a road, the question, right? Play from behind. What do you think? Be. No. No, the Rams and Saints will win at home. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, as scared as I am about Seattle coming into Dallas in a wild card game, we win that, but we don't win the neck, like you said. It just doesn't happen. It's just different. You, well, Saints Saints in the Dome is just a whole different atmosphere. Regular season, playoff season, it's just going to be The Coliseum has been rocking. When we yeah. watched that KC-Rams game, the Coliseum was rocking. That's the only thing about that stadium is, like, can you get enough opposing team fans in that game, like almost like the Green Bay Rams game? Yeah. 
you know, to, to try to change that atmosphere a little bit. But you got to, like, be a little bit concerned about how much Goff went down in that game last night, how, how easy they got to him. Yeah, and how he made bad decision. And I mean, well, the, the Bears defense—they get after they're the great. quarterback. They're all over the place. They are, and that was with a anemic offense that they had. Uh, Trubisky just did not look good. Uh, Howard had a decent game. I think he had over 100. Yards. Trubisky tried to give it away at the end. Yeah, but he's got he's got a lot to learn, and, and it's it's teaching him. To, hey, we have a great defense. Lean on them. Don't make just you know stupid decisions. Let's so, go. Let's go back to Bill Parcells' football. Where, like if we're third and long, just throwing the flat, try to get a couple extra yards or field position and just put them back deep. Because that's the way that I think that the Bears have to play. That's the model they have to play if they want to win. They don't want to play these 38-31 games. Right. That is a team that won't win from behind. Right. So the NFC, so once we now that we've wrapped up the slate of games in week 14, you look at the NFC playoff picture, and it's pretty much wrapped up in my opinion. You, you know, you still have some seeds to determine whether the Saints are the one seed right now at 11-2. Rams are the two seed at 11-2. So those two teams have the bye. Whoever gets the one is still to be, to be determined, but as of right now, it's the Saints. Uh, Bears are the three seed at 9-4. and four. Cowboys four seed at 8-5. and five. Those could flip-flop. I'm hoping we'll that flips. And then it looks like Seattle at 7-5 and Minnesota 6-5-1. and one. Those, those, That's going to be your playoff field right there. Unless like there's some major slippage by either Seattle or Minnesota in the last three games of the year, and one of the other teams, Carolina, Philly, or Washington, jumps up. But honestly, do any either of you guys see Carolina, Philly, or Washington jumping up past Seattle or Minnesota? No, possibly no. No Minnesota. Minnesota up and down. Who would, I think who would go up? Is possibly Philly. 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 Philly would be Philly's the, the Philly one. Team. More, their offense did look good the other night. I mean they. But they have to we, go to we the Rams. We did a great job of keeping They're it at the Rams next, yeah. week, next week. Yeah. I mean, but they they lose that one. They win the final two. I mean, it's just – it's 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 too far behind. It's right a, that's far a, behind. It's in Minnesota, it's just – Because that's going to be their eighth loss. I don't it's even know what Minnesota still brings to the table this far in the season. I really don't know who but, they are, what they're all They're going to be a playoff team. They have yeah. they have Rams, Texans, and uh, at Redskins. So, at best, they'll finish 8-8. Eight and, eight. and, I mean, so that means the Minnesota would have to lose – Three three more games, including tonight. Did we answer the AFC? Did we look at that wild card? I don't know if we ever. No, we, we look it. at the AFC picture. So Kansas City's all but got the one seed wrapped up at eleven and two. They can even lose to the Chargers this week, and they're still in good shape. So they're eleven and two. New England's a two seed at nine and four. I think that they hold, even though Houston's tied with them technically. New England has the tiebreaker. Um, Houston's got an easy schedule, but like I said, that at Philly game that they have in two weeks, I think it'll be tough for them. I think they lose that. So I'm not too concerned about the Patriots losing the two seed. Houston will be the three seed, Pittsburgh four seed, Chargers five seed, and then the six seed is up for grabs for one, two, three, four, five teams. Uh, right now it's Baltimore, but there's Miami, Indianapolis, Tennessee, and Denver yeah. all in the running. How do you how do you have the steel? Oh, you 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 still think the Steelers are going to take the division? Yes. I don't know. You don't Watch, feel that confident about it? I, I don't feel that confident about it because we have the scheduled loss in New Orleans. We have the do-or-die game next week. Um, is that at Foxborough? No, it's in Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. Okay, that makes me feel a little better. But even still, you know, the Ravens are looking at the Buccaneers, the Chargers. That's probably a scheduled loss for them. And then the Browns. Um, at Chargers, right? At Chargers, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll we really need I need Baker Mayfield to come to come through for us at the end of at the end of the season here. <laughs> yeah. 
And no, you're right. So Baltimore's got win seven a, wins, so yeah. if they win two more, win they finish with game. nine, and the Steelers only win one more of eight. So you're right. Yeah. yeah. It is in doubt. So the Steelers and need to beat the Patriots this week. Yeah. Yep. Colts got Cowboys, Giants, and at Titans. Colts they, have they, Cowboys, Giants, Titans. Yeah, and uh, their last uh, away game is Titans at the end of the year. If they beat Cowboys next week, they're looking good because you got to go in. I mean, they get the Giants at home. You got to think that they can win that. Indy, Tennessee, that last week could that could come down to a playoff spot. Yep. And what's Denver the, has an easy schedule. Dolphins beat Vikings next week. Then they just roll over Jags and Bills too. So. You know, if they can find a way as well, just hang right there and hope the Ravens and Browns kind of take each other out. None of those teams scare me, except for Baltimore. Baltimore scares Baltimore me. can be scary. Oh, in, Indy. Indy, Indy too. Indy. Nobody wants to play Indy. Indy. Yeah, Indy. But Miami, Tennessee, Denver. Nah. Nah. They're not doing anything. All right. <laughs> we want to roll into uh, picks? Picks, sure. All right. Well, who would you rather be right now? If oh, so, let's have that discussion. Yeah, who would yeah. you rather be today? Today, would you Out rather be all the three Cow- of our, teams? our three teams? Who would you rather be? Would you rather be the Cowboys? Would you rather be the Steelers? Or would you rather be the Patriots? Uh, who would you rather be today? Looking at, um, I, yeah, yeah, I'd rather you know tuck my dick between my legs and be be the Patriots. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm gonna be the Patriots too. Uh, so you just sucker me in that. The way you were like talking to me earlier today about this topic, I thought you were gonna lean towards Cowboys. No, well, been... that's the thing is but because yes. the Cowboys are playing the best. They're playing the best, but, but they their have road, a road is the toughest. To the top, exactly. Tough. That's that's the tricky part of the whole. But you whole have equation. to have your no, concerns. I think, I think... Even you have to have your concerns. I don't think the Patriots can win at Kansas City. I don't. That's why I'm counting on the Steelers to make the playoffs and go to <laughs> Kansas City and beat them like they're supposed to, like they do. And then we can take on the Steelers at Foxborough to go to the Super Bowl. So, yes, I'm going your, with the Patriots. Are you shitting your pants if you draw the Ravens as a wild card? Lamar Jackson's questionable, and the Patriots struggle against running quarterbacks. They got, they got some pretty interesting history in playoffs with Baltimore. Uh, I know. Um, yeah, it makes me nervous. I don't want to play wild card weekend. Yeah. I'll tell you that. You don't want to do that. I don't. Don't. No, thank you. Who does? It's a good thing we're not in danger of getting the bye anymore. <laughs> no, not. Just take away that stress no, but you, you. you said it yourself. The, the Steelers, yeah, I don't want the bye. The Steelers are better on short rest. Mike Even Tomlin. if their Super Bowl wins, are, are they go on long runs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, the last time we won a Super Bowl, we were in You have to go on the road, yeah. Yeah. Can I see your chapstick? Mike, <laughs> Tom, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin so said true. yesterday, I just wanted to give up the game. So uh, Ernesto Sanchez did not have to stress over that bye week right. situation. <laughs> we don't need a bye week to fuck around for two weeks. I'm just looking out for a brother up in Vermont. <laughs> Throw the ball, Russell. Jesus. This game is a tractor pull. Yeah, it's it's really bad. It is uh, a lot riding on the line here. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. And it's 0-3 Seattle. 6.54 to go in the third quarter. And there's just no offense to speak of. You would think that these are the uh, steel curtain defenses that we're playing. I mean, I know that they have good history of defense, but these two teams... This is not the case. This is not the case. Tyler Lockett looks pretty open there. These (laughs) just look like anemic offenses. And if either of these teams has to go to Dallas and play in the playoffs in the week one, I'm sorry. You you beat them. You beat them. All right. We'll talk about that when that comes and when it happens. Nice slide, bro. Good one-yard game. Fourth down. All right, well, let's talk about offenses. Let's jump off week uh, 15. Let's talk about uh, the Chargers going into the Chiefs. Big game for, crucial game for you, Johnny. Uh, right now I have it minus three and a half for the Chiefs. Taking the Chargers. Taking the Chargers. 
plus three and a half. You need them to win. No, I don't. I mean, well, in a way, I don't think we can catch the Chiefs. Okay. All right. Kicking off Saturday, we have the frauds, Houston Texans. Oh my God, we have Saturday games this week. Yeah, Saturday. Holy cow. Three? Yeah. No, two. Two. Sorry. Uh, so the frauds, the Houston Texans going into the New York Jersey Jets. Jets. New take York Jets Jersey plus Jets. seven. I think Houston wins, but I'll take <laughs> I'll take Jets playing. plus seven. Jets plus seven. Okay, really? Yeah. All right. Woo! Baker Mayfield taking those charging for a wild card spot. Browns into Denver, who looked atrocious this last week. Minus three. Broncos. Denver minus three. I don't think Baker's going to go into mile high mile and win in high December. Is a tough place to play. All right, a big one for me. Come Sunday, one o'clock game. We have the Dallas Cowboys going into Indy to face Andrew Luck and the Colts. Colts are minus three in this game. Ooh, where do you see that, Johnny? Dallas. Yeah. I, I just pick, think I Dallas is. I don't uh, pick them often, but they got they they just need to keep cranking and. and Dallas is getting better and better. Control this game, yeah. I think. So next we have Shannon Sharp's Who Cares Game of the Week. The 3-10 and 10 Cardinals at the 4-9 and nine Falcons. Uh, and the opening line has the Falcons minus 7.5. Falcons. Rose, Rosen is just, their offense is so anemic right now. I mean, you think I think that Atlanta can put up at least 28 points. And I don't, I don't think that the Arizona can get more than 17. For those of you listening to this podcast twice, uh, next time you start over, go ahead and drink every time we say the word anemic. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the five. We're never seven, describing our bodies. <laughs> the five. <laughs> the five seven. I had a nice, big ass bloody steak for dinner tonight. I was like, where are you going with this? Like, whoa, This moment brought to you by Tums. When you're flaring up, wipe away. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you doing with Tums? My goodness. All right. But it's not a suppository, buddy. <laughs> I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> Jesus. You can't can't be can't be boofing your tums, buddy. No wonder they didn't dissolve. I feel like a Pez dispenser the last two weeks. <laughs> so the the <laughs> five seven and one Packers are heading into Chicago. The line is negative God. or excuse me, minus five and a half for the Bears. These games play. These teams play very close games because they are big time rivals. So I got to take the Packers plus five and a half, and plus the Bears are in a letdown spot after their big Sunday night win. I I have to side note that and say I hope just Rogers gets beat up this game. I hope it happens. I you know I'd love that. I know you would. Yeah. So the Raiders head into Cincinnati, one o'clock game at home. Uh, Bengals are minus three and a half. Yep, the Steel, the Raiders. I'm sorry, just won their Super Bowl against the Steelers. Um, those are old time rivals, and I think that that was a big win for the Raiders. Uh, now they have to go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati still has enough talent to win that one o'clock home game. Cincinnati minus three is the play. All right, we're not on the same kind of page. I'm trying to keep up what we haven't mentioned. All right, I had the Tennessee Titans. Going into your New York football Giants. You love the Giants. Yeah, Giants minus two and a half. Yeah. Odell Beckham should be back. Sounds good. And he should have a field day against Tennessee's secondary. 
And we have not mentioned uh, the Vikings playing tonight. They need to be in a winning position here because they got the Dolphins rolling into their stadium next week. Uh, Vikings right now, this will probably change, is minus 7.5 is what I'm showing. I got 9.5, and, and I'm taking the Vikings. Really? Yeah. Are you still mad? Or you just think they'll cover? No, I, Miami was acting like they won their Super Bowl. And if you look at all the teams that have been right. the Patriots this year, the following game. week, the, you look at the, if you look at the records zero. of these two teams and you look at the spread, you're going to say, oh, Miami getting 9.5, I'm taking Miami. But no, Miami just plays well against the Patriots. They're not going to go into Minnesota and play well, and that line tells you that Minnesota's going to blow them out. That works well for me because I already have the Steelers with the scheduled loss in New Orleans, so <laughs> perfect. You never, I mean, I like the formula. Depends on which Saints defense shows up, you know, because yeah, but the, you don't know, for, don't forget the Steelers defense will be involved. I know, I, under, so, I understand, but they like to draw out some of these shootouts. That's what the is issue. the PGA on the on the Seahawks? I have no idea. I was actually going to ask you that. Oh, Paul Allen, the owner um, that just died. Uh, I didn't know if they like they PGA were all fans. Allen. They of were golf. all really into golf or what? Figured it out, right? Fuck, we never talked about the game. What game? The game. Talking about Woods and Mickelson? Yeah. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> That's all I say about that. $20, $20 freaking yet to like pay-per-view to watch uh, two aging stars make side bets and look like fools. Oh, my God. Fuck that. Too funny. Anyway. Well, you want to pick up the next one? Sure thing. Uh, we have the Redskins going into Jacksonville. After last week's game, would you think that Jacksonville would be favored by 7.5 over no. anybody? No, so you take the Redskins plus seven and a half. Okay, and then we have the Tampa Bay Bucks heading to the Ravens. Um, I got the line at minus seven and a half for the Ravens. Ravens. All right, this is gonna be tough for Tampa Bay. Yep. I'm hoping, mm-hmm. hoping, hoping for a miracle there. Um, Seattle seven and five. Obviously, that'll change. Uh, before the night is out, heading to San Francisco to pay, play a three and ten team there, and they are giving up six points. Hmm, tough one. Because they just played each other last week, and I was on San Francisco, and Seattle blew them out. But now the line in San Francisco is still only Seattle minus five and a half. Uh, I'll go San Francisco at home plus five and a half. Okay. This is a tricky one for me. Why do you want to take the other four o'clock game? <laughs> the one you got, the the head show. Uh, we got the Patriots going into the Steelers. I have no line on. Yeah, this. I have no yeah, line either. It's it's because of the injury. Ben, yeah, yeah, we don't we don't know that'll. So we'll just make pick a winner. Yeah, winner. I mean, I'll is go it, with the Patriots. Yeah, is there a little just side bet Patriots between winning. you guys on this, or are you just going to you know, take this scheduled loss and not make a bet with Johnny here? Um, no, I, I mean, I'm, you know me. I'm always, I'm always going to pick the Steelers um, with my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but af- after um, what I've seen in the last three games and, and, you know, bad teams find ways to lose, just like good teams find ways to win, uh, and we, we haven't – we have not been able to uh, to find a way to win. Good and te- a good team in Miami found a way to lose this past week, so you can hope that maybe they can make some uh, more decisions. Like they yeah, did in but Miami. The, the, you know they won't. You know they're going to go back. Honestly, honestly, I would feel more comfortable about 
the Patriots' ability to lose if they had won in Miami. Uh, yes, I agree with that. And then, yeah. you know, you, you got the yeah. hat and T-shirt They were already game. talking about mental toughness. Right, they would have won the division. They Now you got them talking about mental toughness and needing to bounce back. Nobody died. And now they're refocused and re-energized. Yep. I'm pretty sure Tomlin's writing up about six different hook and ladder plays right now. <laughs> yeah. What works, works, buddy. Yeah. Well, no. we got the. Uh, well, we can move on to the night game with uh, next Sunday night with the Eagles rolling into the Rams. Right now, I'm showing Rams minus nine, Johnny. Yeah, I like the Eagles in this. I think it'll be a closer game. Last year, when the Eagles went into LA, it was a close game. That's the game. Wentz tore his ACL in, if you remember. Hmm. And I just, I think the Rams will win, but I think it'll be, you know, between three and seven. All right. So I like the Eagles. This is a, this next line's a little bit confusing. Uh, yeah, I don't you, have one. You have you have New Orleans uh, at Carolina, and Marty just showed me his line and my, which was six and a half, and I got minus seven. So you got to take Carolina plus the points. Yeah, yeah, just because right. Monday night football in Carolina, Charlotte will be rocking. Okay. Yeah. Was, Saints yeah. will probably win. So this is where uh, Breeze shoots himself in the foot and takes himself completely out of the MVP running race right here? No, I think Saints win, but I think it'll be closer. At least it's going to be closer than that. Okay. Sounds good. I think we might. Did we skip over Cardinals-Falcons? Oh, uh, no. That was nope. Shannon That was Shannon Sharks. Oh, that's right. Okay. Who cares? We went Falcons. I just want to make sure. Yep. We're on two different kind of like formats now. <laughs> we want to make sure we're not missing anything. Do your disclosure. Oh, right yeah, now. yeah. So uh, a little bit of a disclaimer here. Um, you can absolutely take all of these picks to the bank make sure to empty out your entire life savings don't spend any money on christmas put it all into this week's picks uh and if anything goes bad for you make sure that you um file all complaints to at green mountain grinder that's green mt grinder uh on twitter you can also uh lodge complaints at uh, on Facebook at Green Mountain Sports, on Instagram at Green Mountain Sports, and also on Twitter at Green Mountain Sports. Um, so we got another um, awesome show planned for next week. We're going to try and mix it up a little and do something cool. Uh, I unfortunately uh, missed the awesome Monday night game between the Rams and the Chiefs. But I loved the format that you guys did. Uh, awesome show. Yeah. So we are well. going to do that uh, next week for the uh, Patriots at Steelers game. Um, Johnny and I are. It's it's sure to be. If we did it uh, after last year's game. Oh my fucking god. That would have been. There have been holes in the wall. With no, the Jesse well, James we, catch yeah. non catch. Right? We couldn't have we couldn't have done that. You were going to the you were going to the fireworks the Christmas party. Yeah. Oh man. But no, when the Patriots held on, I was like down the street. <laughs> I didn't want to see it. Sweating. I hate watching these things. It's tough to watch sometimes. I think for it was a, sake of next week, uh, I'll of probably watch. host and, and and play buffer between the two and. Try to keep you guys somewhat <laughs> in tune and intact yeah, with what's going know. on. Um, but I'm looking forward to the antics and the drama that will ensue during this game. I hope that it's close. I hope that it's ridiculous. I hope that I get plenty of video of both of you to post. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you will. Uh, yeah. Good food, good times, good game next week. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Oh, also, uh, real quick, want to issue a little bit of an apology 
um, for some technical difficulties on uh, last week's feed. Um, Crackling. Yeah, episode episode number seven. Uh, we're still working things out with with all the the technical aspects of it, and uh, you know, again, God bless Scott Griswold for uh, for hooking us up with some new equipment. But we're still figuring out how to use it. So uh, apologies for that. Honestly, I was just popping bubble wrap last week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate uh, you know you you being with us for this. Make sure to uh, like all the pages, download the stuff, uh, tell your friends, share, comment on the Facebook stuff. Feedback. Interact. Feedback. Interact. The the more you interact with us, the more uh, other people can see it. So, um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Later. Peace out.